This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to Creepypasta Myths. I'm your host, Andrew, and today we're going to be learning about Creepypasta and what it is. Basically, the origin of uh, Creepypasta. So we're going to figure out. You're going to hear me moving around. It's a new podcast. I was uh, in Pizza Time Podcast, so if anybody wants to check them out, you can. But my main focus for this podcast is to basically explain the origins of certain stories like Slenderman or Chewbacca, or, I mean Bigfoot, um, just anything that that could get an origin story. You, you want to know where things come from. You never want to hear a story and then go, wow, that's a, that's a great story. But with this, with this podcast, we're, we're going to learn the backstories of many things. Um, but again, I'm your host, Andrew, and we're just going to deep dive into this. So our first topic, what, what is a creepypasta? Uh, many people nowadays think it's urban legends or, or myths and, and stuff like that. But let's check out what, uh, you know, Wikipedia. This is what Wikipedia says. It says, creepypastas are horror-related legends or images that have been copied and pasted around the internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated, paranormal stories intended to scare readers. They include gruesome tales of murder, suicide, and otherworldly occurrences. According to Time Magazine, the genre had its peak audience in 2010 when it was covered by the New York Times. In the mainstream media, creepypastas relating to fictitious Slenderman character came to public attention after the 2014 Slenderman stabbing with the, the young girl, in which a 12-year-old girl from Waukesha, Wisconsin, I hope I said that right, uh, was stabbed by two of her friends. The perpetrators claimed they wanted to prove the Slenderman skeptics wrong. After the murder attempt, some creepypasta website administrators made statements reminding readers that of the line between fiction and reality. Other notable creepypasta stories include Jeff the Killer, that's a famous one, and Ted the Caver, which is very long and creepy. Uh, a podcast called Creepy does a really good job at, at doing the story. Um, it says, In May 2015, Machinima Incorporated announced plans for a live-action web series curated by Clive Barker titled Clive Barker's Creepypasta. Here's some some contents of it. It says examples of creepypasta, Slenderman, Jeff the Killer, Ted the Caver, Pen Pal, Nine, oh wait, underscore Nine Mother, Nine Horse, Nine Eyes, Nine. Lost episodes are really like Squidward's suicide and weird things like that. Lost episodes are typically like um, stories that were not found and then eventually were 
recovered. Candle Cove, Suicide Mouse, Dot AVI, Dead Bart, Squigward Suicide, there's one. Video Games, Ben Drowned, Lavender Town Syndrome, uh, NES Godzilla, Creepypasta, Toons Truck 2, Sonic.exe, Pets Cop, and Polybius. Polybius was a an arcade that supposedly made a lot of kids sick. And maybe that's something I could cover later on in another episode. So let's see the, the history of it. Uh, the exact origins of creepypastas are unknown. Early creepypastas were usually written anonymously and routinely reposted, making the history of the genre difficult to study. Uh, Jessica Roy, writing the time, oh, for time, argued that creepypastas emerged in the 1990s when the text of chain emails were reposted on internet forums and Usenet groups. Aja Romano, writing the, for the Daily Dot, stated that Ted the Caver was arguably the earliest example of creepypasta. The story posted on Angel Fire in 2001 was written in the first person from the perspective of Ted as he and several friends explored an increasingly frightening cave system. And those were those were in time, so like you would hear a story for maybe like 10 minutes long and then they would make the rest later on. So it, it took a while until that whole story um, was put together and, and connected into one big story. Again, if you go to Creepy, <clears throat> they have like a two-hour story and it's good. I just, I think for the first 40 minutes it kind of drags on too much. But I think the last hour is pretty intense. Um, many early creepypastas consisted of rituals, and urban legends such as Polybius and Bunny Man. Uh, Darcy Dell, uh, writing for Turbo News, argued that these early creepypastas had to be somewhat believable and realistic to be reposted. So not all made the cut. They have to be borderline either creepy or a little too realistic and creepy. Uh, many of the earliest creepypastas were created on the dash x dash board of 4chan, which focused on the paranormal. Major dedicated creepypasta websites started to emerge in the late 2000s to early 2010s. Creepypasta.com was created in 2008, while the Creepypasta Wiki and the r slash no sleep, a Reddit form, were both created in 2010. The websites created a permanent archive of creepypastas, which profoundly impacted the genre. Many authors started using creepypasta characters in their own stories, which resulted in the development of continuously using it for numerous works. The definition of creepypasta has expanded over time to include more horror stories written on the internet. Over time, authorship has become increasingly important. Many creepypastas are written by named authors rather than anonymous individuals because they want their money. Many of these authors attempt to archive notice through their creepypasta. The copying and pasting of creepypastas has become less common over time. Doing so is seen as intellectual theft by many members of the creepypasta community. So right now, I don't want to get copywritten or whatever. Um, this is all coming straight from Wikipedia. I'll have my own thoughts on this. I just want to give you guys a general idea of uh, somewhat of a of a focus. Examples of creepypastas, we already went through these. It was like Slenderman, Jeff the Killer, Ted the Caver, Pen Pal. I already read all those. And yeah, that's what basically Wikipedia has already to say. So right here in creepypasta.fandom.com saying 
Creepypastas are essentially internet horror stories passed around on forums and other sites to disturb and frighten readers. The name Creepypasta comes from the word copypasta, an internet slang item for a block of text that gets copied and pasted over and over and over again from website to website. So basically, you remember those those text messages um, that you would get as a kid when you had your new phone back in 2006? Well, it depends on how old you are. Uh, but you would get those uh, death emails or death texts and be like, if you don't pass this on to 10 of your friends, you will see a spider tonight under your bed or you'll find the zombie in your closet. Uh, it's basically, it's internet version of this. That's what Creepypasta was. And in a way, those texts was were basically inspired by Creepypasta because it was the same thing. You would copy and paste all of these stories and uh, people would read them, and they would copy and paste them again. So, a lot of people, that's how they spread it around. Um, let's see, creepypastas are sometimes supplemented by with pictures, audio, or video footage related to the story. Typically with gory, distorted, or otherwise shocking content. Like uh, smile.jpg, or I think it's that, with the smile dog that basically is a husky smiling. And if supposedly if you if you look at it for too long, uh, you'll go mad. Um, I think there's a video online on YouTube explaining that, but also showing the actual doc. Nobody for some reason can find the original photo. They've only recreated, and some people claim that there's one photo floating around, but I don't I don't think that's real. Okay, let's see. Uh, while creepypastas today various. Uh, greatly in length and quality, older ones tend to be very short and follow one of the following set of formulas. Let's see. The narrator remarks on a scary legend, news story, or event from their own past. Uh, let's see. Rituals, a list of instructions for readers claiming that if they go to a certain place at a certain time and perform a specific action or actions, something remarkable or horrifying will happen. Um, the lost episodes are basically the narrator. The narrator tells the story of a never-before-seen episode or scene from a famous TV show. So if you if you ever seen like, uh, like SpongeBob growing up, or hey, even even the Muppets, or just any TV show really, if you if you really think about it, as a kid we really don't remember much TV. We remember seeing it. But we don't remember the episodes. It's kind of like the episode of Spongebob when he's getting the secret Captain Patty. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Formula. And, and the whole time, it's this guy narrating, and now, the secret Krabby Patty secret formula. And then they send it out. But it's, it's always one step behind where it's like, they're about to say it, and something happens, and you can't hear the formula. Well, anyways, towards the end of that episode... They're like, 
dum 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 they they basically make you want to know what the formula is right when you're about to hit the ending the 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 show actually cuts to the credits or it even ends and you don't hear the formula and they never tell you and that leaves you wanting to know what the heck was the formula but it's weird because as a kid you're like oh man that's awesome what if there was an episode that actually told you the formula what if there's like a, a hidden or lost episode that actually tells you it's it's cool to think and imagine that because i think when when your curiosity and your imagination explodes that's something that you really want deep down it's like i've watched spongebob for the past five years and they're always talking about this freaking secret formula and in the end they still don't show it to you so a lot of people they're either going to make up their own secret formula or they're going to act like they found a, a hidden episode and those those are basically what lost episodes are it's like director's cuts um deep into the the web that that somebody leaked certain information and basically became a whistleblower snowden found this secret spongebob episode so lost episodes are pretty cool it just depends so uh let's keep reading uh it said a tv show typically a comedy or children's cartoon like bear in the big blue house where the audio and video is heavily heavily distorted sorry my voice <clears throat> is kind of going i decided to do this today but i was screaming yesterday and the other day before so my voice is kind of not the greatest oh, i'm sorry and characters begin acting strangely or violently uh killing themselves and or each other and the style of creepypastas has fallen out of favor nowadays as it is seen as cliche so a lot of people have made too many lost episodes and kind of lost its niche let's see examples of notable creepypastas uh down below are some of the most noteworthy creepypastas archives blah 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 okay suicidemouse.avi that one's uh that one's really weird actually uh let's see smile dog that's the one i was talking about Slenderman, it's always that one. Basically, I'm going to go through either way all the creepypastas, like at least the more major ones, and kind of give a, a good explanation on what it is. So I'm going to try my best. And I'm just going to keep looking the internet and trying to find the, the best creepypastas to talk about. But yeah, basically the first creepypasta ever made was... Everybody keeps saying it's Ted the Caver. So if you ever get the chance to go to Creepy, I would go and, and listen to it. It's pretty good. So, but yeah, that that Creepypasta is uh, something weird. Something you don't, you don't really want to think about, if, if I'm being honest. Creepypastas are are made for people who love horror and love horror stories i myself find horror pretty fun it's um as, as growing up it's pretty cool like i mean it doesn't really phase me but it's just like having that that like weird 
kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just going to say weird vibes that you get from it or the creepy stories that you hear. and They're always so close to being real, but they're not. And uh, I've never had anything you know, paranormal or, or weird happen to me. But it would be cool to, to have uh, some stories from you guys, if you guys have any stories as well. Uh, just let me know, and I can bring you guys on board, and we'll, we can do a, an episode of you explaining what happened to you, if you had multiple occurrences with certain things. Um, but no, um, creepypastas are, are, are here to stay, and... As you can tell from the 90s, it started as... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Copy paste, copy paste, and now it's creepy pasta. And uh, that's pretty cool. It's cool to have something or like a like a network of people where they all share and love the same thing and that's scary stories. I mean it's plain and simple. It's just scary stories. Some might be real, some might not be. Some show the creativity of many many people and it's really cool it's really cool to see how imaginative people can be and uh, I might write some stories of myself I think it'd be pretty cool but that's basically what a what a creepypasta is I mean I don't know what else to say they're uh, they're super cool and they're they're gonna keep being creepy so well, that's your brief origin story of what a creepypasta is, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the, the episode. On uh, on my next episode, I'll be I'll be reading uh, a story. So I'm gonna be trying to. So what I'll do is I'll read something, I'll try to explain it, and then the next episode I'll read a story of it. And from there, it'll be my my titles will say origin story. Of blah blah blah, and and then the next episode would be just whatever the title is that I'm reading. That's what it's gonna say, and uh, I think I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, this one's not a scary uh, episode. It's just more of entertaining and figuring out what a creepy pasta is. But again, I hope you guys like it. I'm gonna try to do these maybe at least two episodes per month like this is my first episode but the other one uh, it's more of stories so either I'm just going to read one story or I'm going to make a compilation of all of like maybe two or three stories so but yeah uh, thank you guys for inviting me to your homes into your ears and spitting some Wikipedia knowledge and some creepypasta wiki knowledge in your ears and uh, if you if you don't trust me on what I read, just they're they're right there. I mean, I already told you guys. So, but thank you. Uh, shout out to Pizza Time Podcast. Go hear Henry out. He's a good man, 
and uh, he tries hard to make episodes. So hopefully I can have him on uh, on an episode. We're uh, we're probably gonna do our next next episode on it, the the killer clown from the 1980s or sorry 1960s, um, and try to figure out the origin story of that as well. So check that one out and uh, look out for my next episode as well. But uh, again, thanks for watching or hearing. Sorry. <laughs> you guys have a good one. Hey, sorry. Uh, quick side note. I wanted to give a shout out to all my Patreon supporters. Um, I have the list some, uh, somewhere. Uh, where's, where's the list? Oh, that's right. I don't have any Patreon supporters. I'm poor. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a bad joke. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.